Introducing Kicking Back with the Cooks, presented by Woodhouse. 18 brands, 16 convenient locations, simplified car buying to save you time. Shop, finance, and buy online at woodhouse.com. Here's head coach John Cook, along with your host, Lauren Cook-West. Hello, welcome back, welcome in, and happy October. It is my favorite time of the year, if you can't tell. I'm happiest from about, I would say about mid-September till about the end of February. And you have the fall weather, volleyball season, football season, Halloween, Madden's birthday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, snowstorms in January, and then of course my birthday in February. Uh, and then I would say the rest of the year I'm just over it. So Coach Cook, I honestly don't know the answer to this question, but what is your favorite time of the year and favorite holiday while we're at it? Well, uh, uh I like all the four seasons. You know, I, we grew up in San Diego, and one of the reasons your mom and I moved to the Midwest was to have four seasons because we really like the four seasons. So I don't have a favorite. Uh, and my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Ooh, what's your favorite, like, side or main entree, or what, what's your favorite dish to have at Thanksgiving? Pumpkin pie with, with homemade whipped cream. <laughs> nice. I'm an apple pie person, so pumpkin pie just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Hey, teach their own, right? Yep. I have to get to the bottom of this before we really get into things. I have noticed that, uh, now we're talking about volleyball, that when lineups are being announced during the beginning of a match, you retie your right shoe and then your left shoe. Why do you do that? Uh, do you know you do that? Yeah, I know I do it. I just, I want my shoes to feel comfortable and snug so I don't have to worry about them during the match. Sometimes they get loose when I'm walking around and stuff. So just like the time, it's something to do. Why I got to sit there for a minute while they do nothing, you know, until they're waiting I think to play. it's a superstition. Yeah, a little bit. So, but uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, I don't know. It's just part of game day routine. Just like in Gladiator, you know, he reaches down and grabs <laughs> the dirt before they go to battle. Does it bother you if one shoe feels like it's tied tighter than the other shoe? No, because I get them both, both just right. Oh, it takes me forever to get them both just right. I, I always feel like one's tighter than the other, and then I'm having to walk around, and you, you're just sitting there, so yeah. I don't know how you know that they're both... I just have more experience doing it. More, more reps than you, Lauren. More years. 10,000 reps, 10, reps, and you, you, know, you got it down. <laughs> Give us a quick recap of the Big Ten season so far. It, has it been better or worse than you expected? And what, what do you mean better or worse? Uh, when, let's, so rewind to maybe July or August before the season started, and you're, you're having your thoughts about what's going to transpire the upcoming season. Do you think that things have gone better or worse than what you originally thought was going to happen? For Nebraska or? For, yes, for, Nebra oh, okay. for Nebraska Huskers, the team you coach for. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I really didn't have uh, much thought about that because it, the Big Ten's so unpredictable. It's so tough. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm by in July. I'm worried if we're ever going to win a Big Ten match. So that's where I'm at. Uh, but what what I've seen in the Big Ten this year is, uh, first of all, anybody can beat anybody. So and you know and for example, we go and beat Maryland and. Everything's oh, it's Maryland. They haven't won a match. And I told my team in the locker room after Maryland, I go, watch out. We're going to have to play them again in Demani, 
and watch out, this team's going to win some matches. And what do they do? The very last week, they go and beat uh, Purdue 3 0 at Purdue. And uh, two nights before that, I think they beat, uh, uh, was it Northwestern 3 0? So, and they, you know, they, they were the last team, I think, to win a match in the Big Ten. But they're a very good team. And that just shows you where, where the Big Ten's at. And then you see Minnesota beats Wisconsin 3 0. Uh, then Minnesota loses to Northwestern 3-0. So I just think right now you're just you're you're trying to play your best every night and find a way to win a match and and survive. And uh, it's it's very competitive and um, uh, so that's that's the biggest challenge and and that's what I was expecting. I think there was a lot of teams that we weren't sure how good they would be because of the transfer portal. That's the other game changer. How can you predict when? You know, you got all these transfers. You don't know how they're going to work out or how they're going to evolve. And and you know, uh, again, Penn State's got a whole new team, and uh, Purdue's got a pretty much a new team, and and they've had some huge wins. And 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 you know, uh, so it's very unpredictable. Why has there been so many injuries or illnesses this season? For us? Yeah. I I don't know. It's the the sickness thing is uh you know it's i i don't know i mean it's a change of weather we've been on a brutal travel schedule so that always gets us you know and and you know every time we go to michigan you know somebody's going to the doctor somebody's getting we have to run to the pharmacy so i don't know what it is there uh, but uh and then injuries there's just been a lot of little things that have creeped up uh you know like like an ab pull. I mean, how do you prevent that? It's just, just kind of one of those things. But you know, the good thing is, I knew going in, we had, I, and I said this in the very beginning, we we're willing, we could play anybody, and we have, and uh, everybody's played in our team, and we've played more lineups, and, and we played three different setters. So, it's been uh, you know a team that everybody in this team can play and help this team. Have you ever had this much back and forth with? All the different lineups we've seen this season. Have you ever had that in all of your years coaching at Nebraska? No, this has been. Uh, I mean, I you know that sheet I make with our lineups and I draw out all our patterns and everything. I've already had to reprint. <laughs> uh, I get groups of ten of them. Lindsay makes them for me on kind of this harder, firmer paper that doesn't. It's not. It's like thick, thick paper. I've already gone through my second batch that I had her make. You know, she makes groups of 10 of them at a time. So that's how many times we've changed our lineup. Do you think you finally have settled on a lineup? I don't know. Um, you know, our lineup's kind of been forced by if somebody's out or we can't, you know, we have to make an adjustment or flip somebody. Uh, uh, so I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, the good thing is, you know, we do have some options, but I also don't want to be like, okay, if we have a bad match, you know, do we just junk everything? And so that's what we're constantly evaluating, and we do that through stats, practice, video. Uh, we have an amazing uh, numbers uh, that we can evaluate each rotation, each player, you know, who hits better off what setter. So it's almost too much information. I have Kelly kind of break it all down. And she kind of gives me like a one-page report every week uh, that we evaluate this because you, you can start it starts getting in your head too much. Like you're thinking, okay, 
we're a little bit weak here, so maybe we need to change the whole thing. So I don't, I don't like going there. I kind of go more by, with my gut. Why is this team so good defensively? What's the secret? I think it's a mindset. We train it, and we talk about it all the time. Uh, and uh, we've got some players that really embrace it. I mean, it starts with Lexi Rodriguez, who's an incredible defender. Uh, and uh, it's, that just spreads. And it's, just, it's, a, it's pride for us. We, we are, one of our goals is to be the number one defensive team in the Big Ten. I think we've been that for the last five years. So uh, it's, it's something we, we work on. Because we know if we're a great defensive team every night, that gives us a chance. You, you keep glancing over. Are you watching Thursday night football? No. <laughs> watching oh. soccer. <laughs> Our soccer Is team. It Husker soccer? Husker, yeah, they're up 4 1 on Penn State. Okay. So, We're recording there's a lot, this there's a lot of night. TVs in here, Lauren. We're, I know. Well, I yeah. thought it was maybe the Thursday night football game, and you were, no. you were turning over and watching that. No. Uh, I want to ask you about this. And Nate, your SID, he's awesome. He gave me this information. And what he told me is, in the five seasons leading up to this year, you are 10 and 20 when hitting under 210 for a hitting percentage. So only winning 33% of the time. Now this year, you are 4 and 1 when hitting under 210. So can part of that, I'm assuming part of that is we can attribute to the defensive efforts that we were just talking about. But does it seem like this team has a special level of competitiveness to them, or is that that mindset? And uh, it seems like they also really enjoy battling all the way to the end. I've never, I don't think we've had one match so far this season where I've been watching and I've, I've thought, man, this team has given up and this, this game isn't even over yet, or this set isn't even over yet. Um, so where does that fight come from? Again, is that the mindset or is that unrelated? Well, it, start, it starts with leadership and then uh, some of, we've got some really competitive players uh, on our team and that, also, uh, you know, it, it, that spreads because you're around these competitors. Of course, you know the coaches are competitors as much as anybody. So it's something that, uh, and again, I think the success of last year, there's carryover from that. Uh, but we, we've got in our freshmen uh, are incredible competitors, you know, and, and two of them have played a lot, Becca and, and Maggie. So uh, it, it, we got a team of competitors who compete. And they, they compete every point, and again, and that's something that we, you know, try to develop as our culture is we're going to battle every point. Did you know about those stats that I just read to you, or was that breaking news for you? <clears throat> that was breaking news. Wow, I love it when I give you a stat that you don't know. Yeah, but you know, because if you, you play guys stat everything. Yeah, if you play great defense, so you know, and we only hit 200, but our opponents hit 050, usually we're going to win. True. So that's one of the, one of the things. And uh, again, part of our offensive challenges has been we played three different setters. So it's, it's, we haven't, you know, it's taken us a while to get in a great rhythm. All right, we're going to have some fun now. I want you to first take us through, we've had some requests for this, take us through a day in the life for you. And I want it detailed, like what time you wake up, what you do when you wake up, if you do any morning meditation, whatever that looks like, and then take us through the rest of the day. And then try and take us through a day in the life of one of your players, to the best of your knowledge. To the best of my knowledge. And then, and then also for one of your coaches, also to the best of well, your knowledge. The, the coaches are on, we're all on the same schedules. So. Okay, okay, so give us, so we'll give, just give us your schedule and then 
a player's schedule. Yeah, I, I, so I wake up when the sun comes. I mean, at 7 o'clock is usually when I get up. And uh, Do you set an alarm? No, no. I, I'm hoping I sleep till 7. So, <laughs> uh, but I wake up several times in the night, so there, there you go on that. But wake up at 7, and then uh, I make a shake every morning, a, a, a smoothie with uh, this protein powder, vegetables, fruit, all organic, coconut milk, and, and uh, some almond butter in there, and I, I, that's how I get my day going. I get to the office, uh, and um, I make my matcha tea, and do my first uh, intensive work, whether that, it, it depends on the day, what we're doing. So if we come back from a road trip, it's winding down that road trip, and then if it's, uh, but usually in the morning, I'm planning practice, watching video, winding down a road trip, or preparing for the next opponent. Uh, along with radio interviews and stuff like that, uh, press conference, certain days. So sometimes the, a haircut. Yeah. Then then at, then at, usually at 11 is workout, and uh, I get an hour workout in, whether that's uh, lifting weights or biking. And if I bike, I'm watching video on my laptop. So I have a stationary bike in in the office. It works out great. Bill Belichick does that too. He's a coach in the New England did, Patriots, Lauren, in case you didn't did, know. Oh, I know. Yeah, okay. I know. Yeah. I compared uh, your Nick Saban, Russ Rose's Bill Belichick. <laughs> that's interesting. When we, interesting. When we brought him on the podcast, that's I made that comparison. But do you wear the cutoff sweatshirt that... No, I don't do that. Bill Belichick, okay. <laughs> we should get you one. Yeah. Be a good look for you. Yeah. Um, and then um, finish plan and practice. Usually there'll be a player or two that'll come in and watch video. And then I hold on, we, hold on. Yeah. You finish planning practice after the workout? Yeah, I'll finish because okay. if I'm watching stuff, then I'll tweak practice. So pr kind of I d spend all day kind of developing our practice plan for that day, because the goal is to get as much done as we can in the limited time that we have. So for example, today we only went an hour. I felt like I crammed three hours into one hour, but you know we wanted to fix some things and correct some things. So it goes very fast and we get, get down to it. But you gotta be organized and keep it moving. You can't you know, just stand around and, and uh, we got, we're very efficient. So you know how things work here. But uh, before practice, uh, I meet with our staff and uh, our grad managers and we make sure everybody's on the same page. I write out a big practice plan. Here's everything's detailed down to the minute and who has to do what and what equipment needs to be out and how the floor needs to be taped, all those things. And then um, uh, the have setters. Have you had lunch? Yeah, usually I just have lunch while I'm working. And, What's uh, for lunch? Lindsay usually brings me a, a she does a, a rice noodle stir fry thing over at the training table. So Yum. she brings that, she makes it for her and then she just, we, she makes enough and we split it. So, uh, what's in that? It's rice noodles, vegetables, shrimp, usually tofu. It's just a stir fry thing that she makes over the training table. We have, we have an amazing training table, so you can cook over there if you want. And she likes to cook, so nice. she does a nice job with that. But anyway, that's uh, and then um, make my green tea for the afternoon, and um, and then uh, we meet, and then we go down. The setters come in a half hour early. So we work with them, 
and then the rest of the team gets there. We go through practice, and then at night it all depends on like radio show, um, stay and do more video, uh, try to get caught up, and um, roping. Sometimes I'll go down and rope the dummy. So uh, yeah, just to, to chill out. If it's Wednesday night, we're not playing. I'll watch Big Ten volleyball. Uh, so it's every night's kind of a little bit different, and then have some chamomile. What's for dinner? Chamomile tea. Uh, usually, I go to uh, on late nights. I'll go to a training table and get dinner, um, or I'll go out to Whole Foods and get dinner. So they have a you know a hot bar and salad bar, and go out there and and grab something. Then so you come back home and you watch more video. Usually. There's something there, or working on something, or I'll try to figure out motivation or a psycho video. Or I mean, it's, you know, there's always it, it never ends. It never ends. And then chamomile tea, and yep. then bed. Yep. And okay. I try to I try to uh, do some type of breathing and meditation before I go to bed. So, what time's bedtime? Uh, usually 11. So, but I I've been trying that as a as to help get better sleep. And I've uh, been listening to some podcasts, and uh, you know, our Jolene Emerson, our trainer, uh, is really big in, and knows a lot about sleep and recovery. And uh, you know, whether you're a coach or a player, of course, we're, we constantly pound it into our players. But uh, and then they have a, the Calm app that the Big Ten pays for for our players to help them calm down and go to sleep at night. But you know, it's, it's hard. You know, I was talking to some of the players today at Waits. You know, last night we get home at midnight. You know, they're still, you know, they still got adrenaline going from the match. And it's, as you know, it's hard to settle down on these night matches, especially an 8 o'clock match. I mean, it, it's really hard. And then, you know, you wake up the next day, you're tired because you didn't get enough sleep. So we're constantly fighting that battle and, and try, trying to win it with rest and recovery. And this, this team's done a really nice job of it. Speaking of your players, take us through as best you can a day in the life for them. Well, I have no idea what they do all day. I'm assuming <laughs> if I was them, I'd be doing NIL deals all day. I wouldn't even well, go hopefully to school. they're going to class, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, half their classes are online, so I taking class. Yeah, I studying. I'll, I'll take you through a couple. I know this. They go to the dog park because they have dogs. So I hear that. I say, Hey, how was your day? Oh, I went to the dog park. Took my dogs there. But I think they get up, you know, two days a week, they're lifting. Well, actually, three days a week we lift now. We have a different, couple different lifting programs. So three days a week, they come to the weight room. From there, they'll go get their snacks or whatever. If they need to go see Jolene, and then they're, they're studying, and then we practice. And like I said, some of them will go to the dog park. Some will get their nails done. Uh, usually, they're hitting um, one of the coffee establishments. And, and then after practice, they hit training table. And, and then I think they do a lot of studying at night. Do they hang out at night? Um, I don't know, Lauren. <laughs> I'm with them. Well, do they, do they tell you about any fun things they did together the night before? Um, well, this, this team, is, I know, has done some things that they do together. For example, they'll, a couple weeks ago, they, were watch, they all went and watched one of the Big Ten matches on a Wednesday night. Uh, I don't remember who it was, uh, but they all were going to watch it at somebody's house. And they do, um, they, so they do things like that. Uh, if it's somebody's birthday, they'll all hang out together. How many players have dogs? 
Let's see. Uh, Whitney, Maddie, Kenzie, Nicklin. They have more than one dog, I believe. Um, so I know those guys for sure. They all have more than one dog? Yeah, one or two. Who takes care of the dogs when you're on the road? Uh, their family, friends, boyfriends. Who takes care of the dogs when they're at practice, when they're at class? I don't know. They work it out. I don't know how they do it, but, you know, it's, it must be a team effort. And they're roommates. You know, I know, I know uh, Maddie and Kenzie live with former players and, uh, and friend, you know, friends they've been here, with, and I think they all help out. Most of them, you know, they all have roommates, so I think their roommates help out that are, are non-volleyball players. You should allow a dog park day at Devaney. That'd be awesome, but last time we did that, we got in trouble, so. Who, who's who's <clears throat> there, getting you in trouble? There's a, oh, because, you know, the security cameras, they see them coming in, so they call in. It's, it's uh, you know, there's a rule you can't have dogs in Devaney. Just uh, say they're all service dogs. It's a campus rule. We tried that. Can't you talk to Trev Alberts? I mean, don't you have some pull around here? Uh, Trev's got more on his mind than whether we can have dogs in Devaney. <laughs> I think, it, hey, if you brought him the facts of how dogs help players, help, help people de-stress, you know, how it, how it can prepare them for the rest of the season, help their mindset, I think he would be all in. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll have our players with dogs go to Trev and you know, just ask him that question. Hey, we'd like to bring <laughs> our dogs to practice in Devaney. There's a rule. Can you, can you wave it? He, he just went. He's a vice chancellor, but it might be even higher than that. The rule, I don't know, but <laughs> just talk to Ronnie. Ronnie loves yeah. volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> Give Ronnie Green on here. Yeah, there are rules, Lauren. So you know, I think they listen to this, Ronnie and Trev do. So oh, they do. <laughs> I, I, they might. How do you know that? Because I know everything. I have uh, connections. Okay. But Trev was talking up your team. Uh, I believe that was last week on his radio show. Did, did, did you, were you able to listen to any of that? No, no. no. We were, well, he was, I think we were traveling somewhere or meeting and we were on the road. He was very complimentary of your team, of you, of, of all the hard work that the girls put in, the coaching staff, and it was just really cool to hear support like that from the AD. Yeah, good. So there you go, your dog park days. He didn't tell meditation. you all the, all, the, all the times I've already pissed him off. <laughs> <laughs> The calls he calls I I get the text from hey can you take a call and I'm thinking oh what's this you know and what I, did I do now yeah what did I do now there's been you a few there's, there's been a few of those you and Madden can practice time out together yeah yeah <laughs> well it's time for our confession and lesson and we had the radio show right before this and I know you gave a confession and I can't even remember what it was now. Um, Do you remember? We, we just talked about it about 30 minutes ago. What was it? You said, this is my confession. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Well, then can you think of another confession? <laughs> <laughs> well, you talked about tying the shoes. There's one. Uh, let's see what else I can think of. And uh, you make Trev mad. Yeah, made Trev That's mad. A That's a big one. I made him mad a couple <laughs> times. Um, Oh, I'll give you a confession. This is a good one. Okay. <laughs> you like it when I have good ones, huh, Lauren? I do. <laughs> so Lindsay, Lindsay has in her drawer, okay, I don't have time to go to Trader Joe's, but you know they have the dark chocolate almonds? 
she yeah. has she has a thing of those in her drawer. And when she's not there, I go in and take some. <laughs> my confession, but it's it's almost it's almost out now. So I don't know if she's realized it or not. Uh, so I'm I'm sometimes I ask her like, maybe I need to go get some and replace them. But that there's my confession. I feel like you're gonna have a fan now who's gonna mail you these dark chocolate covered. They're the tur turban turban auto yeah, salt. These are the jar these are the no these are the other ones dark chocolate oh. almonds. They're okay. They're, you just can't eat one. So that's one of my little snack in the afternoon with my tea to get me going. I like that. Well, here's my confession. Uh, I actually had the flu for the Michigan State broadcast. So I was sick all day. Uh, I think it was the flu. Maybe it was food poisoning. I was sick all day. But I toughed it out. Talk about mental toughness or resiliency training. That's what I did for the broadcast, and I pulled through. Well, and and I made it through the whole broadcast. That's not the first time you toughed it out against Michigan State. I can remember you had strep throat <gasps> up there that match, and we were yes. calling doctors at midnight. You couldn't breathe. Then, then I think Lindsay's running to the pharmacy, trying to find a pharmacy that was open at midnight to get you the That's whatever right. you needed. So antibiotics. Yeah, that, it's and I think Michigan you needed something State for your throat. Curse. Yeah, yeah. I remember it's at the same hotel. I have flashbacks every time we go there. It's the it's the uh, Crown Plaza. Do you guys still get out back every time you go there? Uh, yep. <laughs> That's like the meal when you when you get into the hotel, you get out back and you go to your room. Yeah, they do a nice job there with the outback they do. guys. That's a that's a good road trip uh, meal. Did they give you the little popcorn balls too? Uh, I I didn't get one. No. Okay. They I feel like they always do that, or they have some sort of gift when you check in at that hotel. Oh. Oh, yeah, they always give me a gift, yeah, and a okay. no note card, yeah. Yeah. bunch they're, of snacks and stuff. I give it to the boys. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Lauren, we just had Texas Roadhouse at Purdue, and they actually gave us bags of peanuts, so that was quite the hit. And they gave mm -hmm. us an extra blooming onion, which we don't order. Of course, Kelly had the whole thing. <laughs> so, but I won't confess that. Oh my gosh, poor Kelly. I hope Kelly doesn't listen to this. All right, what's your lesson for today? Uh, lesson, lesson. Lauren, a horse can feel a fly in its butt. And so the lesson is, I try to instill in our players that everybody can feel how they're feeling. And it's just like a horse can feel how you're feeling. A horse knows when you get on them how you're feeling, how your day's been, what your vibe is, what your energy is. So I'm using horse talk and, and examples. And I've sent him a couple of videos on this too of, of how if horses can feel your energy and horses get that sense of they can feel a fly on them, uh, we're all feeling the same things. And so we got to bring that positive energy every day and, and – uh, so that's, that's one of the big lessons we've been working on. Here's my lesson. Same for me, too. I mean, I've got I to do the same thing. S-T-M. Kelly actually set the mill. Kelly puts that in the game plan, but she actually adds some adjectives to it to help I enhance know. the point of it to do it. <laughs> She, she has told me what those that, adjectives are. That would be another are. confession. You need to get her on here. She's probably got a lot of confessions. <laughs> we would have to bleep out half the show. Yeah. Well, good things happen when you set the middle, so that's my lesson, and hopefully we can see more STM. Okay. <laughs> well,
you'd, you'd make me happy and a lot of other Husker yeah, fans happy. I just I dread that dang post-game coaches show every time I get on there what the what you're going to rip into me about if why didn't we set more middle that's usually it I've tried to be nice this this year yeah. I haven't been too hard on you yeah I know I'm kind of I've tried I'm ready to be have you I think you should let's get after a little bit well, if you give me the green light, I'll go. You got but the green here's light. the problem. You got the green Every, light. Everyone told me I was too critical of the Sutter last oh. year and pre previous years. I'm, I'm too harsh on the Sutters. So I'm trying to let up a little bit, be a little more positive, and not be as critical. But it's part of my job is I just I have to say it how it is. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Tony Romo's critical on national TV football. So... Why can't People you be critical? Him. Yeah. Exactly. He gets paid $15 million a year. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, thank you all for watching or listening. We really appreciate each and every one of our loyal fans, and we can't wait to get together to chat again next month, which is also, do you know whose birthday month is next month? Madden. How could I forget? We love a birthday month. <laughs> now, here's the trick question. Do you remember what day Madden was born on? Uh... I, hope, I think it's November 16th. Yes, you got it. Yeah. You, you're terrible at remembering birthdays, but... Oh, I know. Not Madden's. You, you know Madden's. Yeah. What are you getting her for her birthday? Oh, Lord, I haven't got that far. I'm sure you'll have it covered. <laughs> <laughs> A trip to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. Well, on that note, thank you again, and as always, go Big Red.